Hello traders, welcome to another episode of our market outlook by alpha over beta. My name is Alon and this is our market outlook for the week ending October 10th, 2019. Disclaimer first, alpha over beta is an online investment service. We provide data and quotes and charts and triggers and webinars like this one and market outlooks but really you should really inf be informed about the risks and costs associated with the trading with trading uh, with the markets with the investment vehicles that you are invested in and you should really adjust the risk to your own risk profile and what really suits your own risk appetite some words about me my name is Alon I'm the founder uh, of alpha over beta i have been trading the u.s stock market since 2005 i've been trading uh, stocks and etfs and options mainly i give lectures on trading the u.s stock markets uh, and have mentored many students on their way to become a successful trader uh, in alpha over beta I lead the research and trading team with which is focused on longer term returns and lower risk and as high returns as possible. This is our main focus of many of the portfolios that we offer as a service on Alpha over Beta. So looking at the market, we see that the market started on Monday at around 293. And on Thursday, uh, which was uh, almost the, the end of the week, the trading week, the market was pretty, mu pretty much there. Now Friday gave a real bounce to the prices and uh, the market jumped 1% to the, around 296. Went all the way up to 299 and then gave it all up in the last 20 minutes of trading. We're going to talk about what this means. But for now we see that the market uh, was up about 1% which is the 1% that uh, it uh, boosted up on Friday. So Friday was pretty much the week, the whole week uh, performance. So factors impacting impacting the market is, of course, the US-China talks that started this week. Now, it's remarkable to see how much uh, of an effect uh, every tweet, every sentence, every leak, every article that talks about the US-China relationship has on the market. The market is very much influenced by the US-China talks and every tweet by President uh, Trump really uh, moves the market. So uh, we heard Donald Trump that said that the US had a substantial phase one deal with China, which gave a real boost to the market. And we're hoping that uh, the trade talks goes well. This uh, trade wars is not good for anyone globally and of course not for us or china uh, we each have our own side on this debate but as a as a whole this us china war is not good for the market and globally so uh, after that positive tweak tweet by uh, president donald trump sorry uh, we had an uptick in the market which brought it to 200 about 299 the, oh, that's the S&P 500, of course. And one more factor that influences the market is, of course, the Brexit. 
in that front we had some good news also it looks like that the uk and ireland are making progress in their talks so we had two good positive moving pieces of news that really moved the market upwards now also we saw that banks reacted pretty well to at the beginning of the week and then gave it all up at the end of the week and also the s p 500 gave all of uh, Friday's gains at the last 15-20 uh, minutes of trade. What does that mean? Well, we all have our own interpretation, but let's talk about that 15-20 minutes. Uh, many traders and many algos are day traders and the weekend is a pretty long time for all the other traders to consider where the market is. And so what I think is that um, Many retail and, and professional traders don't want to keep their positions open for the weekend. It's a, it's a long period of time for everyone to uh, really think about uh, where the US-China goes and uh, could bring risk to the start of their trade on Monday. So I think that the sellers were in control in the last 20 minutes of trade because the volatility and the risk are still there. They're still high. And the traders did not want to keep positions open overnight or over the weekend. And this caused everyone to sell. And the market sold, but it didn't sell beyond that point of entry. So uh, the market ended flat on Friday. We can consider that a good sign. But still, the risk is there. Volatility is still there in the market. Uh, you can see if you look at the average true range of the S&P 500, you can still see that there is volatility picking up in the short range. So we may have some uh, rough patch ahead, but but uh, at least this week was uh, one about 1% 1 up uh, move. So that's about the fundamentals and the price move uh, regarding the technical we see that starting april we do have an uptrend uh, channel trading uh, but in that uptrend we see a lot of volatility meaning the trend is pretty wide and volatility is still con in control in that uptrend but it's still an uptrend so the next test point is the 300 and uh, 3,040, 3,020 on the S&P 500, which was the previous uh, all-time high and the previous, previous all-time high, meaning uh, the S&P 500 tried to go over the top of the all-time high uh, once before and couldn't do it. And now I'm guessing that there's going to be a second attempt to go over that. So the 320, 340 area is a pretty important resistance in this all-time high. Breaking up that to the upside could be a good trigger that the market is biased to the bullish side. Uh, looking at the trading strategies at alpha over beta, uh, one thing we should notice is that one of our strategy, which is the asset allocation plus that looks at global assets around the globe, not only in the US, and shifts asset from the uh, ETFs that represent uh, markets from all over the globe, and also considers the US Treasury notes for the seven to 10 years, 
Now the, that strategy shifted about half its allocation to the to bonds, to that seven to ten year bonds. That could mean that all that volatility in the market impacts the decision to go to some safe havens like the uh, U.S. bonds, despite the fact that apparently there's going to be another interest rate cut. But our portfolio manager decided to shift about half of the allocated assets to this strategy, which is called Asset Allocation Plus, about half of it to a 7 to 10 year bond of the US government. Now, that uh, of course is a volatility decision and this is something that you should be aware of. Uh, maybe take the same action on your part. Um, positions that were closed this week we closed uh, U.S. Bancorp. Uh, it was closed and uh, you can see in the chart that U.S. Bancorp is displaying some weakness in the short term. And so a major portion of that investment in U.S. Bancorp was closed. Also, a uh, U.S. Bancorp uh, ticker symbol USB. We also closed uh, Conagra Brands, ticker symbol CAG because it, so, it showed some weakness in the, in the price movement and we also closed that. Positions that were open this week, we uh, added to a position on HS, HCP, sorry, HCP, uh, which is H, HCP Inc. And Campbell Soup, ticker symbol CPB, uh, was added to our portfolio this week. And if you look at the trend, you can see that there's a movement to the upside, the momentum is positive in both of those symbols, both of those companies, HCP and CPB. And you can see that uh, maybe you should consider a long position in those two assets. So to conclude, we have, we had and still having a volatile, uh, volatile market. The volatile is still picking up. Uh, the market is making uh, moves to the upside and to the downside and the swings are pretty rough. Despite that, I think that the market has some bias to the bullish side and we'll see where that goes. Testing point to the upside is 320, 340 as this we discussed in this uh, podcast and to the downside is around 290 and then around 280. So thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, if you have any suggestions and comments, please don't hesitate to shoot me an email. That's alone at alphaoverbeta.net. And I will be more than happy to comment. Thank you again and have a great trading week.